There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Five, four, three, two, one. You got it! It's time for episode 671 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and movies of the week. Congratulations, you have reached checkpoint mid-November, almost turkey. On the road to summer 2024, I'm your host, H. Michael Cray, a.k.a. Chart Link Later. And with me, as always, is Brett, Peter, Pietro, <laughs> Starred Morris. The first. Give it up. <laughs> I am the first. Thank yeah, you for having me, as always. Um, we I have an exciting announcement for Chartists out there. Wow. Right. Right off the bat, we've got an exclusive. Yeah. Uh, it's the holiday season, and we put oh, out oh, oh. the Who Charted Holiday Bundle. Yeah. It's now available as part of Who Charted Pod, the Chart Toppers tier. So if you go to whochartedpod.com and you sign up as a chart topper, you get the full album with your plan and through in three bonus tracks. Three bonus tracks. So this is the if if you're a if you're a newcomer to the charts since 2014, uh, the holiday bundle was like a full length, fully realized, produced album, that, amazing uh, album with sketches, sketches, not songs. only ourselves but of course Kulap Vilaisak, Vilaisak, uh, she does a lot of singing in it, and and Star treated that with some of the most powerful <laughs> auto tune in the business, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> saturated. Right. I mean, left it in the tank for weeks. Yeah, I had to install extra RAM. Uh, you know, stack three computers together for all that yeah. auto tune. No, no, was, but it it was, it was super a drain fun. on the city's power, but we got it done. <laughs> it was and a, yeah, excited. a super fun album. Um, it's all holiday themed, and then the bonus tracks also all holiday themed. They take you through Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. Right, just to list them off. Kids are the Suge Knight of Halloween, and I remastered that. By the way, really, yeah, I gotta sounds hear that. sounds better than ever. Wow. And then we got, I'm not paying $500 to watch hold Douchebags on, hold Eat on, Turkey. Hold on, hold on, I'm tearing up my old master notes that I have from <laughs> Sugar. Oh, okay, those are addressed. Those They're are all addressed. addressed. It's just a little bit rebalanced. It was uh, listenable as hell before. I can only imagine how good it sounds now. Got a little bit more dimension to it. You, uh, it, probably, it might even sound good on that Neil Young, Matt Besser, Kronos thing. Oh, the Pono? 
Pono, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and then last but not least, Rudolph Chudoff. Rudolph Chudoff. Uh, that's one of my favorites, to be honest. I love yeah. the story it tells. Me too. I love the sound design that you put on it. Uh, Sounds great. All these story. these are like a lot of story songs, and they're filled out amazingly well by Starts Production, Musicianship, and Foley work even sometimes to get these noises onto the track. <laughs> that's right. Um, previously these songs were just sort of scattered around and, and, you know, a la carte purchases. Tough and to find. Yeah. The holiday bundle was hard to find too. So it's super cool to have it all out there in one obvious place. Super cool. Yeah. I, I know just as a confession, I've got releases that are not online just because I don't know how to resize the album cover. And they won't accept <laughs> the album cover the size I have. Oh it. my god! <laughs> I get frustrated, but that's that's why you don't have Master of Ceremonies on uh, some of your. I'm that's the on, reason. I'm working on that, but that's another matter. Man, we I can do, fix that in two seconds. Yeah, that's a that's a real yeah. reason. <laughs> that's oh, okay. Insane. I'll send you an email after the show. <laughs> right. Thank you. Um, but. It's exciting that you have these capabilities and that this thing is loaded and ready to go. So uh, send, you can gift it to someone else or get it for yourself as a That's present right. for Christmas. Yeah, just sent out an email to all the um, all the subscribers. Shows you how to upgrade your tier if you need to and also how to gift it to other people for the holidays. Right on. Well, thank you so much for that. I'm glad that we... Uh, collaborated again on that. <laughs> hey, uh, guess what? The strike's over. Wow. Right? And so I thought we'd bring in someone who knows a thing or two about the biz. Oh, my God. We're not the only ones with product. Here he comes now, and he's got a new book. It's called Have I Seen You in Anything? And the answer to that is yes, I've seen him in many things. And we're glad to have him right back here in the charter charts. Jesus. Give it up for Mr. Matt Knudsen. Hey, hey, Howard, Brett. Uh, good to see you both. Thanks so much for having me. Always oh, yeah. good to have you. Great to see you. Great to be back. Uh, are you glad the strike's over? I'm glad the strike's over. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations on the, the, the Christmas release. It sounds very exciting. Oh, thank you. And tell, well, tell us a little about your book while we're uh, talking stocking stuffers. You know, I've literally been lucky enough to be in Los Angeles for half my life. And wow. I think along the way, you just kind of accumulate these stories. Yes. And they're these just kind of like happenstance things that, hey, how did you end up here? It's just like, well, that's like six stories. But mm -hmm. uh, so I just accumulated them all into into one book. They're like my, I'm calling them my Casey Kasem-esque top 40. So it's, uh, nice. have I seen you in anything? Wow, that's True a Holly sizable tome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, 274 pages. But the, uh, the subtitle is True Hollywood Stories from a Guy That Seems Familiar. Right on. Which is, you know, you're always in support of somebody else's show. So there are stories from uh, Adam Sandler to William Shatner and just how you ended up on these sets. But instead of like a dishy tell-all, the stories are all positive and uplifting oh, of, good. Pe of people being class acts. So you're going to be like, hey, if you like Mark okay. Harmon already, he's the best. He's right. the best. So 
It doesn't deflate your balloon on these people. Not one bit. In fact, like the the goal for me was to help you like them even more if you're already a fan. So the elevator pitch is I throw people over the bus. <laughs> so I like that. Uh, Thanks. And I, it looks great, too. The cover and everything, it looks really well done. Thank you, Howard. Yeah, yeah. the cover photo is uh, by genius photographer Troy Conrad. And that it's the, just, the comedy store? It's me in the hallway at the, at the, in the stairs at the comedy store. Right on. So, um, you know, Shout I've known Troy, Troy for, tw- yeah, for 20 years and I, and he, he took this photo. He's like, yeah, use it however. And, um, you know, when it was a book cover, I, I made the next like reach out to the comedy store and make sure it was cool. But, um, yeah, I'm really grateful for, you know, Polly said yes. Well, Peter Shore, I believe, is the uh, uh, CFO right now. And so his lawyer drafted something up very quickly and in short order. And, you know, they they were very accommodating and very cool. Great. That's good. (laughs) Hey, uh, well, because the strike's over, I put together sort of a retrospective. This is a quiz. Strikes over quiz where we will test you and Star's knowledge. Uh, both of you guys to see what you retained or learned or uh, forgot from the from the strike. <laughs> but first, let's get into the history of recorded music, which I will wrap for you re- right quick. Music. We used to play LPs. Eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next, chat GPT? Tunes. Hey, all right. Well, AI, AI was a big part of the strike, so that's a good segue into our music chart and our quiz. All right, well, uh, what chart do we have this week? Okay, we got the uh, top five on Spotify. Excellent. Okay. Um, let's, wait, do I got to ask you a question first? I think I do. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> You've introduced the quiz and then you uh, introduced the song and then now the music chart. So yeah, I'm, I'm all following over the your place. lead at this, this point. This is uh, Pulp Fiction style this week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, since we're in the music chart, I'm going to ask you guys a music question. Okay. Okay. Who, who was the first band to perform at the Netflix Writer Strike? Oh, right. Um, And this was... Ding, on, ding. Ding, ding. I'm buzzing in. Brett's buzzing in. Was this uh, Imagine Dragons? Let's check that. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, yes. ding, ding. Yes. Imagine Dragons. They <laughs> were the first ones, and they showed up there on May 9th. Wow. Way back, I guess, six months ago and a little bit more Crazy. Uh, at that writer strike picket line. You know, I never read any sort of statement from them or any sort of follow-up. From like, the band? you know what I mean? Yeah, like, <laughs> it makes you question, like, why they showed up or if they even knew where they were. Yeah, they did. Really. Yeah, what was not like, commitment? I, I didn't feel like, oh, Imagine Dragons is this, like, loyal supporter of the strike throughout the whole thing. Right. Uh, I didn't spokesman. see them. They didn't do a collab with Fran Drescher. They <laughs> yeah. They didn't follow it up. I'm with you on that. <clears> no name-checking Duncan Crabtree Duncan Crabtree Ireland. Ireland. Yeah, Give him on. a verse. Come on. All right, so coming in at number five, 
Number five. Number five. Noah Kahan, Kahan with Stick Season. Ooh, this what season is that? Anger in the blame that I can't face. Memories of something even smoking weed is not replacing. I am terrified of weather because I see you when it rains. It sounds like Ollie a little bit. Travel, but <laughs> yeah, but on helium. This is an Ollie knockoff. I mean, he's influenced this guy. This is the Vermont version. He said there's COVID on the planes. Like he's getting political. Sure, yeah. You know, I had heard this song before, and it felt like what they were trying to do is bring folk country writing with current themes to bring a younger audience in. Oh, uh-huh. he's, got a, he's got a good voice, and I like the song, but it felt very um, specific, like you were saying, well, I mean, coming you, on the planes and smoking weed. And yeah, I feel like Ollie is the guy who kind of broke that in. You, you have you heard the the real big famous one where it's you know the rich men north of Richmond? Yes, yes. This is so derivative of that. I almost say it's got to be like. Uh, doesn't it sound a lot like that? Uh, yeah, but I, I agree. wouldn't. I wouldn't I mean, start the clock at Oliver doing that sound. You know what I mean? I know, it's but like, like kind of an, <laughs> you got to go back he, to like uh, Woody Guthrie. But he's like the white stripes who opened the door for the black keys. He's, yeah, he's the right. guy who knocks the door down. Uh, yeah. I got to tell you, I had, yeah. The oh, audiences sorry. are ready now for like a guy with a, a mandolin or whatever the hell, the ukulele and, the, and then complaining about politics. Yeah. That's so funny. And uh, Brett, Brett, it just made me laugh so much, Brett. I wouldn't start the clock. I never heard that uh, expression in that way, but it just informs the whole conversation. There we go. And I actually saw the Black Keys um, uh, last week. They opened for Guns N' Roses at the Hollywood Bowl. Oh, you, you went to that? They, they blew the roof off the place. They were so good. Oh, you really? met them and they were pricks, you say. You had and they were dead. The <laughs> I was so angry about it. Just like, Dan Auerbach, how could you do this to wow, me? Wow, wow. Would have been a great chapter. That's Please. too bad. Yeah. Next book. Next book. All right. All right. Um, well, I got to ask you a question, I guess. That's right. Okay. All right. All right. We're in the music chart, so I will ask you this. Who was the second band? They didn't, they're there, like Ollie was the first, and that guy's second. These guys were second. They played at the Paramount Writer Strike in May. They did two songs. This band. This, this. I'm giving that a chance. All right, I, I think I know. I think I know it. Is it Wait, who Weez? Buzzed in? Who buzzed it in? We- I did. Oh, okay. Is it Weezer? Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. <laughs> Strike bands. Nice. Did you guess that too, Matt? No, I was giving myself the uh, the I Family see, Feud okay. Red X buzzer. Uh, I, I, thought, I thought you were buzzing it. I don't think no. Howard's hearing okay. us at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mistook the buzzer for a buzzing. No, it's I'll, next time I'll just say I have no idea. Okay, I'll right. eliminate. Um, no, I didn't know they were out there. That's cool. All right, so what do we got coming in at four? Coming in at number four, uh, Zach Bryan and uh, Casey Musgraves, I Remember Everything. A cold shoulder, closing time. You were begging me to stay till the sun rose. Strange words come on out of a grown man's mouth when his mind's broke. Picture 
Touching duet. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Casey Musgraves. I think she's unique and super talented. She does a good job. I wish she would pick up the pace a little. Yeah. We, uh, the wife and I saw her <laughs> open for uh, Willie Nelson at the Shrine the day after uh, Glenn Campbell died. And she came out and opened the show with Rhinestone Cowboy. Oh, that's and cool. people lost their minds. That is cool. Super She's cool. like a... Um, some sort of like exotic species on stage. Like I saw her at outside lands in San Francisco. And when she walked out, she had that like yeah. presence on stage. Yeah. Like her, I don't know something about her presence and her face and, and like yeah. beauty and the voice. She's like and, a wonder woman type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, when you're like faced with a superior being. And she uh, played Saturday night live sitting naked on a stool. It was remarkable. Was she really oh, wow. naked? I thought that was the Forrest Gump scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, if she wasn't naked, she was wearing like a nude costume and just sitting on a stool with a guitar. Right wow. on. Strategically placed, I'm sure. Strategically placed guitar. But yeah. let's not start the clock on her nudity. <laughs> let's. She didn't start the clock. Take back act to Adam and Eve, the original nudists. I just right. saw a news item here that says Zach Bryan donates profits to McCaffrey's Veteran Foundation. So nice. uh, Christian McCaffrey from the 49ers. Oh, team, okay. Zach Bryan's stock might have just gone up a little bit. Right Good on. Good for him. That also lets me know you're using the internet on these clues. I would never, I would never on a quiz quizzes are sacred all right are you guys ready for your next question yes in september drew barrymore (laughs) decided that she her show would return this actor called her a scab oh this actor called her a scab. Ding. I'm going to go with John Cryer. Ooh. Wow. Great guess, but it feels on brand. Yeah. I'm going to guess. Can, uh, I can give you a hint. Would you guys like a hint? I'm going to guess Mark Ruffalo. Bah. Okay. All right. Here's a hint. Okay. This West Wing actor called her a scab. Sheen. That's a good guess. Good guess. Uh, uh, Josh Molina. Ding, 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 ding. Hey, nice. Hey. Hey, nice one, Matt. You're back Thanks. in the game. There you go. Like there the, was tension. Yeah, I like quiz shows that just give people uh, infinite amount of guesses until oh, they sure, get it right. Absolutely. It's very nice. Yeah, yeah. It's, Training wheels, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, no prize I, money. So I, I do have to up. say, like, this, the, the picket lines were pretty um, – you wouldn't see these people in real life as part of your right. normal day. You and know. did you see? Did you see anybody famous at the picket lines? I saw like a lot of like famous people. There's a picture I got between Dylan McDermott and Dermot Mulrooney. 
It's just no the three way. of us. Yeah, I was just like, it's the Saturday Night Live sketch come to life. You With know? one guy who doesn't belong in there. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but like Pedro yeah. Pascal, uh, John Cryer, I guess, because he was at Warner Brothers all the time uh, and has been active. Uh, Reese Seahorn, uh, Patrick Fabian. Right on. Uh, Dad, did anyone ask you, have I seen you in anything? Yeah, they the, did. Yeah, that's like, right. Don't you remember I was number six on the call sheet? Uh, <laughs> six guy. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of numbers, uh, right. do I ask a question? By How the way, do you have a nice section about Drew Barrymore? In this book, yeah, yeah. How about do you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> do well, you, you cover know, her tracks on the scabbing? <laughs> <laughs> the thing that made me laugh about that whole dust up is that at some point the thought was like, "My fans demand it." It's just like, oh what yeah, of course. Right, they won't so let funny. me go. Golden handcuffs, everyone. Yeah, like, like the whole Midwest yeah. is on fentanyl, but they, yeah. they, can't, they can't handle <laughs> if she's gone. Yeah, Already. and then Bill Maher followed shortly after, and they both. Yeah. Crawl back into there. Oh, I guess I can rip up that question. Oh, no. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are you ready for your... Did we? Are we on to my next question? Yeah, uh, I think we're on to number three. Oh, yeah. Coming in here, number three. Yeah, Jack Harlow, Loving On Me. Young J-A-C-K-A-K-A, Rico like Suave, Young Enrique, speaking at A-K-A, she's an alpha, but not around your boy, she get quiet around your boy, hold on, don't know what you heard or what you thought about your boy, but they lied about your boy, going dumb, and it's something idiotic about your boy, she wearing cheetah print, that's how bad she won't be spotted around your boy. There you go. He's a spokesperson for cool. KFC. <laughs> and, uh, Is he really? Yeah, I have some of the uh, ephemera. Nice. Mashed potato pat and stuff like that. Extra crispy. Uh, Harlow. <laughs> yes, Harlow. Uh, you know, he's a competent rapper. I don't think he's incredible or anything. He just, he, he does the job. He's, he's this few years as white rapper. Macklemore was, right. we had, you know, he's not like that, but. He seems like a step above Macklemore to me. Yeah. Right? He, in terms he, of yeah, skill level and, and sort of. Yeah, like, he's not going to have as much backlash as, as a Macklemore. Yeah. Macklemore lash. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to our next question. Okay. This one, this one I'm engineering this kind of to bring Matt back into a tie. Okay, thank okay. goodness. Thumb and if you, Brent, if you feel like, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, throwing it. <laughs> that makes me want it even more. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, <laughs> really twist go. the knife. Oh. <laughs> here we go. This woman is president of the AMP TP. AMP TP. Who is this woman? Uh, I thought her name was like Judy or something, but I'm blocking it. And you are one of her subjects, aren't you? The AMPTP? No, that's producers, right? She's Producers, this, yeah. This is the head of the producers, the production right. companies, the producers, the middlemen, in a sense, between the studio, big bosses, and the lowly actors. The peasants. Mm. The peasants, please. Um, I know that I don't know. I don't okay. recall. Start. Would you like to mm, Google? Just kidding. Head of the producers, Mel Brooks. Ooh, not <laughs> yeah. a bad guess. But uh, both of you disrespecting 
Carol Lombardini. Carol. Carol Lombardini. Lombardini. How could we forget? <laughs> she was part of the problem, right? She yeah. was with the, or whoever, the producers. All right, so wow. It's still your lead start. It's still your All lead. Right. Well, coming in at number two. Number two. Number two. Mitski with My Love, Mine Oh Mine. This is sticking strong at number two. Who is president of Mitski? <laughs> M-I-T-S-K-I. The Kamitsky method. That's a good dreamy pop ballad. True. Here's a... What, what do you think is the slowest song ever to be a hit? I mean, did oh, they... What a great question. Did, did That's they a really good question. songs that slow be hits back in the 50s or 60s? Oh, this, sure. This, I think so. This is like a separate side quiz. Hey, this had is just kind a, of like a Patsy Cline component. She had kind of slower, call. croony things. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, was that the slowest? Was... Hey, dude. Maybe. What did you? What did? What word did? Is she I says crazy? But word. what did I, you say? I couldn't <laughs> think of any word. Okay. So right. like, hey. It's just right there. And the, uh, there was another uh, woman who came out. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Riders on the storm. That's pretty slow. Uh, yeah. Riders on the storm. I'm trying to think of like down, actual, down, down, technically down. slow BPMs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. First, what just feels so boring. Right. Um, it also uh, it was an a interesting mix of the top five because number three and number two are very different, but people are still into it. You know, it's part of the zeitgeist. So yeah, a lot of different, different tastes out there. Eclectic tastes. Eclectic. All right. Uh, I'm, we'll, I'm, I am we'll googling slow this. Ones. Oh, slow songs, slowest yeah. hit ever. How about "Just the Way You Are" by Billy Joel? Don't go changing. Oh, no. I'm thinking maybe a Pink Floyd song could be up there. Oh, could be. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was other. Remember that song "Blue" that uh, country singer in the '90s sang. I'm blocking and blanking. How does it go? Oh, Ooh. Katie Lang. Yeah, Katie Lang. Yeah. That that's pretty slow. But uh, write us in, gang. Let us know what the slow tunes are. And we'll keep discussing that. But let's get back into our quiz, shall we? Yeah, sounds good. Yes, sir. I'm going to save that one for the next. Okay. This. This. Oh, this. Oh, you'll like this. Hang on, you guys. Sorry. I'm very sorry. Uh, Carol Lombardi. <laughs> Lombardini. <laughs> Lombardini. Okay. This. Actor walked out of his own premiere to uh, at the 8 p.m. deadline back in July. Walked out of his own premiere. Uh, what does that mean, the deadline? Can I ask that? There was some kind of deadline. That's a great question. I can't answer. <laughs> there was some kind of deadline. And this guy walked out of his premiere of his big movie. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt Damon. For some reason, that name is standing out to me. Matt Damon. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, <laughs> hey. oh it it's is coming Matt back. Damon. Yeah. That was an actor question. 
Did you guys ever see that interview? He uh, was talking to that guy and, you know, he, they were saying unions are corrupt and he was standing up for his mom because she's a teacher and she's been in a union. You know, it was it was Good cool. Stuff. And it yeah, it was really like you get a chance to see people's real personality in moments like that. And I like yeah. that, Damon. A little bit of a prick, a little bit of a contentious <laughs> kind of guy. <laughs> wouldn't let the wouldn't let the other person get their points he, out. He's he's very charming though. Like he can persuade people, you know. That he band. is, he is. Yeah. Um, that oh, was God. one thing I did like to see. Like uh, you know, with the with both strikes happening, it felt like it reminded people that you know unions have a purpose and and these things work. You know, they get results. Yeah. Amen. And also cool. that we're like a creative community. We're like all artists and we all rely on each other, but like mm -hmm. the AMPTP are all bitter rivals that are trying to cut each other's throats, but they're coming yes. together to negotiate together. And you're like, well, right. also they created an ecosystem where artists survive on their day job all the time. So cutting off work is like, yeah, I'll just pick up another shift at the restaurant. <laughs> you, no one's going anywhere. You're not going to, you know, Right. Starve yeah, them out. Yeah, people have side hustles. Big time. All right. Here All right. We go. Coming in at number one. Did I ask a question already? Number one. I, didn't, I thought we just did. Okay. That was, was a Daryl Lambardini. Right? Was that, that was the, a bonus question. Bonus, bonus <laughs> question. <laughs> what, Matt Damon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Coming in number one. Number one. Number one. Taylor Swift. Is it over now? Taylor's version from the vault. This is a double parenthetical. Don't you feel like her songs have a sameness now that they didn't before? They all God, have, they yes. all have a I think like, we're all like learning the way Drake the songs Swift. have a sameness. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. There's a template there. There's uh, yeah, she's just kind of like put these organ beds in the back and then I'll just kind of sing whatever. Mhm. Mm yes. Yeah, it'd yes. be it'd be hard pressed to find a bigger group of fans of her music, but uh I, I, there's some things I could listen to two or three of them in a row and really see the, the wavelengths fall in place. Yeah. Well, there, uh, and there's like a, there's a, she knows exactly how to like repeat a phrase in a certain mm -hmm, way. Mm -hmm. Um, and then there's like a little chant with it and I don't yeah. know. Yeah I, yeah. I totally hear it. I've also, I, I feel like I've said this before, but I feel like I've identified at least with a number of her songs, the, very specific song that came out maybe five years prior to that, that they were adapting into a Taylor Swift song. Mm. Like she's got this one song that is almost exactly that Hozier take me to church. Right. Song. Yeah. She's very and influenced can, by the sounds yeah, of today. I just feel like I have a theory. I can't prove it, but I have a, a theory that in the studio, they were very much like, let's make a take me to the church. Like I want that. Sound right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And song. Let's just, 
twisted. That's our milieu. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like she she's very good at sort of copying, like she did it with Lord too. When Lord was out, then she kind of had a song that sounded like Lord. Right. And, uh, she does it, but she isn't. Uh, the new one coming out about Kelsey is Give, give Me the Rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did you uh, see that she dropped a Chiefs reference in a song live? Really? The day. And the, the internet the internet went wild. I want to know right now. Damn. It was yeah. it was something like uh that guy on the Chiefs she oh, okay. used as a lyric oh. uh a substitution and he was oh, okay. in the audience. Wow. And it just made this like total news cycle item. You know, hey! He went yeah. down there to uh, deliver a package to her in Argentina. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, and then there was footage of her coming off stage and, like, running and jumping into his arms. There's, like, a whirlwind yeah. romance happening. Exciting stuff. But well, from all accounts, she really takes care of the people that take care of her and, you know, the show. So that's that's classy. Is she in your book, too? No, not yet. <laughs> God, I hope she listens to this episode, Howard. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I just hear she like tips big and really like. She could really into, use your help you know. with some good press. Sure. Yeah, get know? the word out there. Yeah. yeah, make sure you say something nice about her. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, having a hard is, time. If she is listening, uh, go hard on Kelsey when you write the breakup songs. Go <laughs> yeah, hard on that meathead. Okay, God, he's uh, really putting himself out there, isn't he? Like, if things yeah. don't go right with this. Yeah, but he's kind of like a Gronkowski. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's got his own world. This will get him so much, so many girls after if he breaks, <laughs> yeah. if they break up. Okay, uh, was that the end of number one? It was number one. Was there? Wow. Any, do we end on a quiz question? No, we uh, come back. We'll come back with the quiz. Okay. People are hungry for it, and uh, I like that was it. the music. Exciting stuff. We'll be right back with the movie chart. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. My name is H. Michael Cray. I'm here with my guests, Matt Knudsen and hey. Briette Morris. And this is The Movie Chart. <laughs> Movies, they used to be too silent. Nowadays, they're too loud and violent. For most of them, I am not a client. People on the big screen are freaking giant. Movies. All right. <laughs> That's new since you were last here. I, I think. love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I love that lyric. Most of them are unnecessary. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Pretty much. Pretty much. 
Um, good times. All right. Let me ask you guys a question that we'll get into number five. Sounds good. This. Ooh, ooh, ooh. This guy. Oh, shit. Oh, this guy. Back in July, he got right in the camera's face and he said, listen to me, motherfucker. There's a lot of ways to lose your house. Because this guy was saying that the strike's going to keep going until these actors lose their houses. And then Her, this actor. Dzz, yes. Wasn't it Ron Perlman? Beep, 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 beep. Hellboy yes. himself, Ron Perlman. Ron yes, Perlman. indeed. <laughs> yeah. Nice one. Okay. Wow, nice this is really one. taking me back on strike history. <laughs> this is great. Some big moments in the strike. <laughs> yeah. All right, come in at number five. At number the box five. Office. Number five. Killers of the Flower Moon. They have the worst land possible. But they outsmarted everybody. The land had oil on it. Black gold. Money flows freely here now. I do love that money, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Black gold. Wow. Texas tea. Yes. Uh, have you seen see this, Matt? I haven't seen I, it yet. I have not. It looks good, right? It looks right up my alley. I like the everyone involved with it. Uh, like the actors, the director. I heard it's long, but that's not that's not news. I don't mind if something is long, as long as I'm not in a point where I'm just like, is this still going? As long as you're engaged, I'm I'm in yeah. for the whole thing. Are you cool with them putting that much makeup on Margot Robbie, or should they have <laughs> cast a regular uh, woman? <laughs> I, I, I co-sign on stunt casting. I, I'm not a producer, but I get it. Okay. All right. You guys ready for another question? Yeah. Yes. All right. This gentleman's father was a union electrician, but he wasn't really on the side of the unions, was he? This man whose father was a union electrician, <laughs> he... He, being the CEO of Netflix, was not really on the side of the unions, was he? Uh, ding. Is it Sar Sarandos? Sarandos? Ted Sarandos. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ah. You made it sound like Thanos from Is MCU. it Thanos? <laughs> <laughs> they put the glove on and a lot of people disappear. Am I thinking of the right character? Yeah, this guy, he will disappear. He will disappear. But he's, he's yeah. busy buying stuff for Netflix. Sure. All right, good stuff. Good, good, good stuff. Uh, that pulls you guys into a tie, I believe. Wow. Unless you're ahead by one star still. It's thrilling. I'm. I haven't been keeping track, but a tie sounds about right. <laughs> tie sounds good. All right, tie's good. Okay. Uh, here's number four. Number Priscilla. Four. What do you mean? I'm telling that's not going to work. I can't make it on time. <laughs> I want to be there in the first place, man. Daddy, I I'm not to claim that. It's pretty good, Elvis. I don't go imagining things. Like He's Margaret. murmuring, Elvis. Yeah. Scooby? I said, woman, I don't want to hear another word. Who's Scooby? Is there something you're hiding? I don't have a goddamn Some thing chick. to hide. You're just being too goddamn aggressive in the manner. 
You know, I think you should go see your parents for a little while. Classic deflecting. Wow. Yeah. He's all shook up. <laughs> you got me all shook up. Also, I had a chance to look at my blue suede shoes and someone stepped on them. Elvis only talked in his own song. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish the dialogue was like that. You got me all shook You're like a hunk of burning love, but you got me all shook up. <laughs> I miss when you'd love me tender. Yeah. Back uh, in Hawaii, blue Hawaii. Okay, uh, that uh, looks. I don't know. I'm I'm good with the Elvis movie. I don't need I don't need to see the Priscilla movie. Um, she didn't sing any tunes. I mean, you know. That's right. Yeah, I'm kind of Elvis out for the time being, and um, you know, when I think of Priscilla Presley, I how sad. Like your husband died, your daughter's dead. It's like, ugh, it's a bummer. It is a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. She's like the Kennedys. Yeah. Yeah. Her grandson, uh, yeah, passed away. Not as many accidents with uh, them as more drugs and stuff. Yeah, ODs. ODs. No one assassinated a, a president. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> that, that was, that's how the, Priscilla will go out. Assassination. Like, maybe, uh, so. maybe so. Okay, uh, this is going to be the last question. I sense uh, enthusiasm waning on the hey, No, I'm oh, very enthused. I, I'm I really, into it. I really like it. Yeah. I do too. Okay. This negotiator speaks fluent Spanish and attended UC Davis Law School. This negotiator who you wouldn't Mm. think spoke Spanish. He does look pretty white. Is it uh, a... I like that Matt's just letting you play the game. (laughs) (laughs) He's too nice to even ring in. Yeah, ding. Yeah. Duncan Crabtree, Ireland. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, okay. we mentioned him before. Yeah, his name was mentioned earlier in the program. I didn't know Matt was just toying with me. <laughs> I was just <laughs> yeah, Matt's just yeah. like. I didn't even realize that. Once yeah. the question came back the second yeah. time, I was like, well, I, I have. You, um, didn't have I, you, you didn't have to hit me with the Steph Curry, you know, night-night <laughs> yeah, gesture. Exactly. As he, <laughs> Rocking you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, um, I crossed well paths with Duncan on the picket lines a couple times. Oh, did you? And, um, yeah. Well, I pitched him my ideas, you know, uh, or, oh. for of some language and usage that we could use as negotiators, you know, right. like instead in of Spanish. calling them, res- yeah, in, in, <laughs> por favor, señor. Uh, <laughs> instead of calling them residuals, I've been calling them usage fees. It just hits differently nice. with people. Ah, interesting. Yeah, it sounds like, like you're getting that. paid for something real as opposed to we're just sending you free money. Yeah, they call right. that mailbox that money. That's why people get so mad. They're like, oh, you just, you were two years ago and you still get paid. It's just like, yeah, it's because they're reusing my name and image and likeness. And Yeah, right. there's a new revenue stream happening. This, this yeah. is my fee. Yeah. I like calling it a fee. Yeah. That's what I call my uh, my money for prostitutes. <laughs> <laughs> Usage <laughs> fee. <laughs> Usage fee. <laughs> um, okay. Coming in at number three. Number Number three. three. Taylor Swift again on both charts. How many times has that happened? Yeah, she's she's we got a uh, double chart. Double dipping. 
Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour. Welcome to the Eras Tour. This has been the most extraordinary experience of my entire life. to go on a little adventure together and that adventure is going to span 17 years of music how does that sound wow hmm. what an entertainer you know she is she's blowing the roof i was off saying the, before because i saw this that she those little interstitial her little you know speeches in between the songs i almost was most impressed by Okay. Like she just yeah. has those dialed in so well and she she pulls her she knows her fan base so well and she's she's mastered her own personality, I feel like. Right. Like in a way where she seems she's relatable, the best. She's but the she's puppeteer. the most she's the most unrelatable person in the world right now, but she's she knows how to seem relatable with it. Yeah, she makes it look know. like she's surprised. The the yeah. football player wants little old me. <laughs> <laughs> I also, uh, just by watching the trailer, I got the impression she knew the response to "What do you think?" Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna be into. Oh it. yeah, I love, well, I love give that. Give us a second. Let's talk about it. That's like, yeah. um, oh, would you mind if I played a new song right now? I don't know. Right. I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> Please yeah. stop ripping your hair out, girls. Exactly. Stop it's it. That kind of thing. All right, I'm going to change my line of questioning to match the show. Mm. This this question will refer to the Eros tour. How many songs were in the Eros tour set list? Whoa. I'm going to say, is this like a we both get we both guess and whoever <laughs> unless closer. Matt already knows and he's I'm gonna say I have like, no idea I'm gonna say like 45 mine would just be a guess too 17 because she said she did 17 years well, I'm sure there's more songs I didn't mention that you can't go over she did the one correct, song a year famously you're you're right the correct answer is <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is 44. Wow. Oh, you were, that was you one off. That's pretty to go over. super impressive. <laughs> he gave me the harsh buzzer. <laughs> one off. All right. No points wow. on that one. No points. Wow. Oh, wait, no, Matt. Uh, well, yeah, Matt gets a point. <laughs> Let me get. Oh, because Price is Right rules? <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a chance to make it up. I guess that's true. There well, were so, the stakes couldn't be higher, too. That's the thing. It was just huge you prize. Sh- you should have guessed one to be that <laughs> Price is Right guy. How many acts and albums did this tour encompass? Oh my god! How many studio albums? How many acts in the show? I would. My guess is seven. Seven. Start. I'm guessing I'm going to go eight. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Price is right. <laughs> I'm going to go nine. The answer is ten. Up. Oh! <laughs> ten. Ten studio albums. Impressive. Pretty crazy. And her first tour in five years. How about that? Yeah. You know what I liked about it is uh, um, I don't. Did you see it, Matt? 
I didn't see it. No, oh, I never okay. saw it. But I did like that she like had uh, some bad recording deal that she couldn't get out of, and then re-recorded her own song so she could yeah. own them again. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, that's that's a, a, a show business. That's savvy. There's a kid walking around with buck teeth because the dad can't afford to get him braces because <laughs> Taylor pulled. The residuals. <laughs> That's her usage fees. Her it's usage yeah. fees. Yeah. To get totally. all those. I have so many technical questions about her Taylor's versions or how she's gone about recording new versions. Because all these albums are huge budget. Like 1989, like, you know, was a huge you're statement. S- you're saying maybe she's value. not really... Maybe well, they're taking yeah, I'm wondering the if they still have some of those tracks and they just print them again and call yeah. it a yes. second take, or if they just have so. all the plug-in settings still ready to go, or if Why they not? really, or if I she mean, just it, hired 50 people to just work on this in a lab while she's doing something. Well, yeah, you know? she could afford to do it the other way. And there's but so I much mean, AI now too that there's. I just have so many questions like how they went about it because right. it could be. Uh, I wouldn't see them not using stems if they had them. I mean, she might not even right. know. She could She could say she didn't know about it. Yeah, because you know? I guess legally, all they would just have to be able to say that this is a different performance than was on the original. If but I was hired to redo anything. it and I had like a, it was a tight schedule. And then they were like, hey, we got these stems over here. Yeah. <laughs> I would be tempted to use him. You wouldn't even be able I'm to get the person. artwork square. <laughs> never be asked to do anything technical. That's why I said <laughs> Howard, Taylor's- you're preaching to the choir, dude. Anytime I have technical issues, I try two things. And when neither one of them work, I just. That's I it. You live it. a, That's li- it. a little <laughs> different life. Right. Your life yeah. goes in another direction. Did you want to plug it and plug it back in? Yeah, I did. And it still didn't work? Now I'm out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I mean, life goes in a different I did. I lost a hard drive way back in the day when I first moved here, and I, I just became an acoustic guitarist for like eight, seven, eight months. <laughs> and my neighbors could hear it, too. I didn't think they could hear any of it. And then after like four or five months, I ran into my neighbor, and she's like, we listen to you singing your songs. That's so funny. I used to drink vodka and hit the acoustic real hard. Up here. Wow. <laughs> okay. Um, Dragon Boy Unplugged. Or that was the Skokie Binion yeah. Jr. stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, the country stuff. Okay. You guys ready for another question or did I already? Well, ask? I think I yes. did. I think it's time for a trailer, right? After yes. that one? Yes. All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Number two. Five Nights at Freddy's, trailer two. Oh, see, this is more like the video game where you're looking at the security screens. Okay. Oh, they're in like an old, oh, okay, it's old school. Does this take place in the 80s? I wouldn't be surprised if it does. It feels... Looks pretty old. It feels kind of 80s. It feels like an 80s mall. I have a job for you. Also, you know, that's the best way to get rid of cell phones in the story. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Did you see that um, Chuck E. Cheese, in response to this movie, they got (laughs) rid of their animatronic uh, character bears or whatever the hell they are? Really? No. They they got rid of them in all locations except one. 
Why? Because <laughs> this movie would inspire people to run in, to do their TikToks, to smash oh. things. Oh, man. You know, they don't want a flash mob showing up. Right. Right. I mm. could see Chuck E. Cheese just kids. pulling it because they just are run out of money to run those animatronics, <laughs> but using mm. this as the excuse, you know. Right. <laughs> Sorry, uh, you can't be a kid here anymore. It used <laughs> yeah. to be you, there's, you know, where you could, but those days are gone. You damn Gen Z's. <laughs> Chuck E. Z's, they should call the Gen Z's. Chuck E. Z's. <laughs> um, I don't know that I'll ever see this movie. Um, uh, if it comes around cable, I'll probably watch 10 to 15 minutes of it. Speaking of cable, Matt, who is the CEO of Disney? Bob Iger. Bob Iger. Starred got it. Look at that. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding, ding. Nice. Was, and I was sincerely trying to recall because you I were couldn't. giving that to me. I know. No, I, I was I, not. I, I had my eyes closed. I was deep in thought. It's funny because I, I like know that answer, but then in my head, I'm going, oh, they're going <laughs> to laugh at me because that was like 10 years ago. He right, was, right. Yeah. 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 He's, he's back. <laughs> I'm confusing the names. Yeah. The thing that like one of the, the AMPTPs like things in their last best and final offer was like, yeah, and when an actor dies, we'll just use his image forever without permission from his family or the right. union. That's yeah, cool, yeah. right? So just like, do that. What are you talking about? Of course not. No. The estate will get paid in perpetuity. Yeah, it's a license, you know. Crazy. It's, um, it's so crazy. Where are we at now? New trailer? Number one, new trailer. Number one. Number one. This is, uh, all right, The Marvels, which I can't believe hasn't already been a movie. I know. Carol Marvel Danvers, Studios, The Marvels. Child of the Milky Way. Nick Fury, my favorite one-eyed man of intrigue. How goes it out there? Uh, you know, cold, no air, space. And that's exactly what you feel about space, Howard. Basically. The Annihilator. You took everything from me. And now I'm returning the favor. Now they're using BC boys. Yeah. She's entangled our light-based powers, so we switch places whenever we use them. Light-based powers—that's what it always comes down to. Yeah, I'll tell you. My gosh, you know, people underestimate light-based powers, but you know, <laughs> you they need them. Yeah, you need them. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know if I'll see that one either. Yeah, yeah that's a skipperoo. I mean. Yeah, I know. I think Samuel Jackson gets more excited to do his Capital One card commercials at this point. Yeah, That's seriously. So funny. I was just thinking about that because when you see a movie star in a commercial, I think it. In my mind, it's still. I like. I know why I'm doing commercials. <laughs> why? Why are you doing? Why commercials? are you doing commercials? Yeah, for like the <laughs> Nissan spokesperson, and it's just. You know, it loses something special if you see them in a movie. In my yeah, mind. let's let's see some new faces. Yeah, okay. Looks yeah. like looks like this is uh, kind of a bomb. Yeah, this says, one's a bomb. 
This one Marvel's, is low. The Marvel's misfires with 47 million. Lowest MCU opening weekend of all time. Wow. The people are fighting. We called it. Someday the people will tur- turn on this. Yeah. It felt like about 20 years where <laughs> yeah, it was just took, like took no one ever long. had any irony about liking these things. Yep, uh, dude. Uh, yeah, ab- absolutely. I felt that way about the Spider-Man franchise too. You're like, yeah. oh, there's every two years there's a new. Yeah, I it's guess like a it's waking a, nightmare. Yeah. Oh, and the I've, universe is wide open, so anything can happen anytime. Oh, okay. Yeah. I felt that way about the comic books. There's a new one every month. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Okay. I saw. Oh, wait, good, that was the end of that one. I saw a good YouTube breakdown or. It was decent, I would say, but about the marvelization of movies that it was called. And it was uh, getting into some cool, like, theory breakdown. They're saying, like, basically this idea that just you just throw elements on the page that don't. It's like all the quippy responses and the tone and the crossover stuff. It's like yeah. they called it, like, entropy. It's like storyline entropy where it just... Mm-hmm anything goes and it's no longer like there's like a cohesive tone hey, to I, each movie. I, I am. I yeah. second all that. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. And like, if I'm watching a movie for 20 minutes or half hour and I don't care about anything, yeah, I'm not going to watch it for another hour and a half. Or especially okay. if you don't feel like there's really like a core rules in that, in that one yeah, movie yeah. that make like it unique and special. It just okay. feels like, Oh, let's throw the character from that one in here. And the, yeah, yeah, they this all have guy the same personality. In, they need an object, but the object yeah. is stolen. So you got to get the object back. Yeah. One of uh, my wife and I's favorite movies of all time is Wolverine. And it is a, like a Marvel thing, but like it's such a deep story. And this one right. guy, and it's not like a big, big budget special effects that it's just, it feels more grounded. I, I like that. Was that the uh, Logan? Or the Logan, thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Logan, where he's got the kid, and you know he's yeah. trying to yeah. protect her. He's stuck in that. He's in the hideout for a while mm-hmm. with bad health. All right, those were some great movies, and we'll be right back with the hot picks. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. 
After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than Spotify. Perhaps we did. Perhaps. Coming in at number five. Number five. Number five. Start with a Howard Kramer choice. This is City Girls Lineup. Oh, I know that sound. Is that from 808? Is that probably? Tell me all the time is in the latest new designer. Come in, nigga, let me put this pussy on your lap. Shout out my guy. All these niggas trying to fuck without a condom. Thought he was lying the way he put out that bit in the condom. Drape me all the diamonds in the latest new designer. Come in, nigga, let me put this pussy on your lap. Shout out my guy. All these niggas trying to fuck without a condom. Thought he was lying the way he put out that bit in the condom. Young turn dead ass bitch out of day. Broke down maggot ass bitch throwing shade. I might take me a whole nigga. Just to put it on his face If Balenciaga, I went triple on the pay He like, come on, come on, come on with your fine ass It's just something about a nigga who Women have in a brown wow. Women have taken over rap to the point Where I'm thinking like, they're just It's more suited to them yeah, like all all the bragging and competition and stuff. It's like they're like so good at it. There's more they can talk about with that. Yeah. Also, the lyrics were very graphic and like not off putting, but you're like, oh, oh shit. And I think that was part of the point. So it it worked on me. Yeah, but it's like to hear a girl talk about her own pussy that way, as opposed to like a guy rapper going like bitches and pussy. Yeah, that's almost more. Well, it's more yeah. threatening too. It's like yeah, that you sense of like, what source. are you going to do about it? You know, right, like yeah. they have more power with those words. They totally. were with the pussies idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that's, that's hilarious. Great, great song. Great pick, Howard. Yeah. Um, they always managed to out raunch each other too. It's like you yeah. thought you would have thought that would have that would have run. Dry yeah, you, you wish but don't start the clock on them. Let's start yeah, with the pointer sisters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come in at number four. Number, number four. four. This is my first pick. This is Jay Maskus with Can't Believe We're Here. Jay Maskus from the Dinosaur Jr., of course. It seems like November's the perfect month for a dinosaur junior or like that kind of <laughs> music, you know. Mm-hmm. Such he's great so um, he's he's very underrated as, to me as like an incredibly pioneering force in like that sound. 
And yes, then also absolutely. still being so consistent with it. Uh, co-sign yeah. all the way. He's Super. just, every time he comes out with something new, it just sounds like the same, same quality, same mm-hmm. feel. It takes you back to those. Yeah. He doesn't like feeling. screw it up with some weirdness. And then the yeah. vocals too. So recognizable. You never, yeah. you always know it's him. Totally signature. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, like- I saw the, uh, um, dinosaur junior and red cross at the Santa Monica civic nice. auditorium nice. and it was <clears throat> red cross. and it was just, you know, it was high energy and young and he stayed around and it feels like his music he's doing now is age appropriate, but still great. You know, um, big Steve, fan. Steve McDonald, the bassist for Red Cross, mm-hmm. he complimented my bass tone one hello, time hello. At, a, at a Mr. Heavenly cons- uh, show we did. Nice. Really? Hey, yeah. Nice. Cool. yeah. He was you backstage and complimented it. I was he, like, dude, he's, you're in the Melvins. That, yeah. The best compliment ever. He's famous for... Uh, didn't he Didn't he add bass to the first White Stripes albums or something? Did he? Yeah, I thought that was a big That's thing. A like the bass player from Red Cross added bass to the White Stripes and then like put it out or something. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. News yeah, I'm, just, I'm looking it up. He became so excited about the White Stripes' new album, White Blood Cells, that he recorded bass lines to two songs uh, and other and uh, New York Times and all these outlets reported on it. And then he, yeah, he put bass on all of it. Good call, that's, Howard. That's really interesting. Yeah, I it's had no a, idea. It's hilarious that he's a, that. he's like so excited about it that he's like, it's not good enough. It needs like the you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> it needs the bass. Right. I got a tag for your joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, the way it, the way everybody took it at the time was like, yeah, man, those 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 albums needed a bass on them. You know, totally. like this guy was doing them a favor by putting the right. bass on. But that's great. That's awesome that you guys have a, a close encounter with that guy. Totally. Yeah, and it's it was a great bass. Yeah. By the way, Dinosaur Junior to this day, easily the loudest show I've ever been to. Oh my god, I the loudest by yeah. far. You know, I've seen. I've seen There's, some loud. They gotta ass wake bands. up all those those potheads in Western Massachusetts. Yeah, loud. I was. Uh, I took my younger sister, who's like four years younger than me, and was still in high school at the time. And she, it, it was a great show. And yes, super loud. Yeah, it's funny because this might be a hot take. Like, they're, I'm sure their fans would get angry at me, but I don't think they need to be that loud. Like for their sound and agree. their songs. Like knowing what I know about amps and stuff, I'm like, you don't need that to get that sound. Right. But right. uh, just wear out. earplugs if you ever see Dinosaur Junior. Wear like four pairs of earplugs. Yeah. <laughs> be that toddler with the it, the it uh, will hunting dam- earphones. Yes, on. it will damage your ears for yeah. sure. Uh, all right, coming in at number three. Number, number three. three. Matt's pick. This is Billie Eilish with What Was I Made For from the Barbie soundtrack. World's slowest hit song. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hey. Contender. Contender. It's got to be a contender. Yeah. The 
This has a BPM of 78. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I was going to guess uh, like 76. That's pretty slow. Pretty did, slow. You, did you but test it? Yeah. Did you test it with an app or? or? <laughs> I just looked it up on Google. Oh, mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it was a uh, stripped down, uh, simple arrangement, beautiful voice, not overproduced. Is that where uh, the I scene where it. she makes Ken watch her cuck? Uh, she's make her <laughs> sounded pretty sad. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> hey, uh, um, I'm really interested in this question of the slowest BPM on the charts, and I can't find. It's like, a tough it, question. Surprising. To it's a lack tough question of, to ask the internet. Right, because well, how do you phrase be, it? Right, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you're right. Like, how do you phrase it on Google? I guess, but um, most people sort of like maybe we could guess it. fastest. Maybe that's an easier guess. What do you think's the fastest hit ever? Jeez. Like uh, one of those beep the EDM like I'm blue, bada bee, bada oh, bada, yeah, bada bee, do bada bee, something like that. Uh, I can't Barbie drive girl. 55. That, that was pretty fast. I'm a <laughs> faster than the other Barbie you know, song. Barbie I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I think Van Halen b- beats that. It's just in terms of BPM. But that's right. where the the conversation gets complicated because what people perceive as fast doesn't necessarily right. have actually faster BPM. Right. I'm looking for that BPM. BPM for sure. Uh, write us in. Uh, let us know your opinions on that. Maybe we've opened up a new line of questioning there. Totally. I, I want to investigate this. All right. Coming in at number two. Number two. Number two. This is my pick. This is a new Fear song. I always liked Fear. Uh, and this is Manhunt. Fear's great. I had no idea they were still able to make records. Yeah. And they sound pretty good. Leaving the, the singer. Leaving. Yeah. That's fast. Speaking of uh, signature signature voices, no one sings like him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool that he's that old and you could still like have a cool old voice like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. He's also uh, setting you guys up for another uh, who's on first scenario. It's leaving. Leaving. He just got here. No, <laughs> yeah, he is go. leaving. <laughs> Who left? Oh, leaving. Well, why? Is it something I said? No. Is he going? <laughs> leaving. Uh, uh, Los Angeles based hardcore band. Fear. Tight. They, uh, tight, tight, tight. They dissed New York City. They, you know, they had the song New York City's All Right if you like saxophones. They played yeah, that yeah. on Saturday Night Live. And, uh, you know, nice. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit anti-sax, so I, I always thought that that was <laughs> wow, a, a diss on New York and a diss on sax and a diss on street musicians and all kinds of stuff. Well, what about, well, Howard, let me interject. What about yakety sax? 
Jackity Sacks is great, of course. It's got its place. You know, I like uh, Brass Monkey and I like uh, Old Bondage Up Yours. And there's some, there's some yeah. good ones. Of course, Springsteen's Selective Sacks. Um, did you know? Here's a leaving fact for you, or maybe it's a quiz. What what uh, uh, metal luminary did an album with Lee Ving? He did a solo album and Lee Ving sung on it. It's a heavy metal. Rob Halford? Oh, you're saying nope. he's probably a guitarist, right? Yes. He's a guitarist. Lee Ving did an album with him. I'm going to say it was Steve Vai. Is that he's actually a front man, but he is a guitarist also. Headfield? Oh. No, Dave Mustaine. Oh, Mustaine. Dave Mustaine, really? his only solo album is called MD45, and he had Lee Ving sing on it. Wow. And it was actually really good. But then he pulled a Taylor Swift and he'd almost did a Mustaine's version later and re recorded all the vocals himself. Oh, uh, fuck. But the original Lee Ving version out. rules. Rockers, Sunset Rockers, you know? Right. Uh, it's a pretty good, pretty rare album, though. Cool. Um, all right. Coming in, number one. Number one. Number one. Howard's pick, No Bro, with Don't Feel Like It. To the other side of the world just to drink some snake blood. And then I woke up crying on the floor of a hotel room. My mom asked. Okay, what's wrong with you? I said, I don't know. I'm only hurting myself. So just Hey, tell me the name of that song. <laughs> tell me the name of that song. I think I don't feel like it. I'm going. No, with tell me, like tell it. me the name of the song. I don't fucking feel like it. <laughs> Again, women empowered in a different wait, way. Wait. Yeah, and then what's the band? No, bro. No, no, bro. No, no I'm just asking what the band is. Tell me the name of the band. <laughs> That's it. I'm leaving. No, no, stay. No, you're no. leaving. Wait, you're leaving from fear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah that's a great song uh, you know the, the first part of it uh, um, it reminded me of the I forget the band but it always uh, this song always plays around Christmas then I went to the grocery store and I saw this da, da, da. oh yeah you you talking, the waitresses song? yeah the waitresses thank you yeah yeah the no bro is bringing something back but like in a credible way like mm -hmm. the way she even just screams I don't fucking feel like it yeah it uh, cuts through rings true yeah yeah yeah, they have a way of doing real simple stuff. Um, They're from Montreal. Check them by out. By the way, the album is called Set Your Pussy Free. Yeah. <laughs> the loud and proud. Um, I always feel like it's a little bit unfair, though, and when <laughs> when one of the when a verse is just like ranting at a specific person, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, 
they don't get a side of the conversation at all. It's just it's right. it's all right, right, right. One yeah. character assassination, yeah. and they have a full like rocking band behind them. It's like they're just gonna win the yeah. argument. No yeah, yeah, they're louder than you. They yeah. got the songs in there. <laughs> no one's going to uh, Dave Coulier with follow up questions. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you have a single coming out? Are you gonna respond to that? Yeah, no. exactly. Okay. <laughs> Well, that was a lot of fun, and those were some Super great fun. picks. Yeah, thank great you. trivia questions, too, Howard. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed you guys answering them for me. You did really well. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you so much for coming in. I am going to check out your new book, Have I Seen You in Anything? Thanks, buddy. Um, excited about that. And... Um, yeah, congratulations on that. That's very thank cool. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, if you do get a copy of the book, uh, be on the lookout for a Dragon Boy Suede shout out in the chapter Colin Hay, where I talk about early Largo. Oh, uh, okay. Howard, nice. I don't know if have you and I ever had the conversation about this at all? Uh, I'm not sure. So uh, it's the first time I had just kind of recently moved to um, Los Angeles and I was going around to comedy shows and trying to, you know, get the lay of the land. And the first time I ever went into Largo, uh, Dragon Boy Suede was on stage. Really? Posed and announcing a song that wasn't wow, coming. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the first, you're the first that's, person I ever saw that's Largo. The first, that's the first time we ever saw each other? Like the first... Yeah, wow. well, I was just a, a guy that came to the show. I don't even, we never spoke, but uh, I'll never uh. forget it. Interesting stuff. And then was that, uh, was Colin Hay playing that night too? No, uh, he was actually playing at the, uh, the theater, you know, after they had moved it to the other venue, the more theater based one, but he used to play there all the time, like Fiona Apple and, you know, yeah, all, the time. Yeah. all the people doing the great stand up, Rhett Miller play just yeah. such a great music and comedy space what a venue, and a yeah. supper club, which I mean, where's a supper club these days? Crazy. Monday nights were banging over there. Totally. Great. Tenacious D, uh, oh yeah, Trucker Boys and Rufus, <laughs> <laughs> Naked Trucker. Well, awesome. Uh, and yeah, look for Matt out there doing stand up as well. Uh, start. Yeah. Um, again, go pick up the holiday bundle. It's yes. now in your cart. If you're a chart topper, you already have it. It's our gift to you. Uh, if you're Merry not, Christmas. if you're not a chart topper. You can go upgrade your account on whochartedpod.com and get that holiday bundle and check your email. There's gift links so you can gift it to a friend or family member or an enemy. Get an enemy, <laughs> get it to yes. them, make them listen to it. Absolutely. <laughs> um, also check out Comedy Bang Bang World, all the exciting stuff over there. And check out Drop Day Duel and Grift Horse with Megan Beth Keister. And have a summer.com slash shop. And we will see you right here next week on Who, Who? Who Charted. Charted.